Hey, how are you doing? Daniel Ruiz Tyson is available for Thursday, the 21st of December 2017. With me, Daniel Ruiz Tyson, episode 199, the penultimate show of the current run. I hope you're all well, keeping on doing what you need to be doing to keep yourself going. Hope your week is uh, going well. I hope you're not too stressed out by the uh, Christmas running. That started to uh, affect me. I was in the uh, Nine Elms uh, Monster on Sunday, just after lunchtime, and uh, that was uh, that wasn't great. I remember before Sunday opening hours that um, you know supermarkets were always always busy on a Saturday. I'm not telling you anything new here. I did three weeks working at the Nine Elms uh, Monster in the spring of 91. I lasted three weeks there, and it was almost a relief when it ended. I did not enjoy working there on the Saturday. I'd done three years, uh, three and a half years at Woolworths in Clapham Junction. You know, that could get really, really busy, but it was no preparation for working in a supermarket. But... Over the last, what, 20 years since Sunday opening hours came in, maybe longer, it seems to be that most people choose to do their supermarket shopping on a Sunday. Saturday tends to be more a a day of leisure, and they leave all the uh, horrible stuff for the Sunday. I always know that my weekend has gone wrong when I find myself in a Sainsbury's on a Sunday afternoon. So uh, I'm just all over the place, really, at the time of recording. It's been a really, really awful uh, couple of days, you know, uh, really sweating the small stuff. Uh, Because, as I say, it does matter. And these are sort of small things really getting to me. When I did the whole working from home thing last week, I mentioned I wasn't feeling well and that my body was just aching all over. And, I, you know, that was gone within the day, really. By the end of that first day, what hasn't gone is the trap nerve on the left side of my neck. That happened uh, last week and it's still there and it's really uncomfortable. It's keeping me awake at night among many other things. And I'm just hoping that just just as it suddenly appeared, I'm just hoping it will disappear. Maybe I just have to be patient. I'm I'm at the doctor's during the week, so uh, maybe it'll be about the fourth thing that I uh, raise with them. They say you can't raise more than three things in uh, 10 minutes. They say actually two things. You know, I'm I'm experienced. I can raise three health matters with my doctor in 10 minutes. I might go for a fourth later this week. I think what's really, really bothering me is I just have no luck with laptops. And uh, now the new laptop has an issue with a battery charger. I noticed something was amiss on Saturday afternoon, but the laptop uh, rebooted itself. Then on Sunday morning, I was trying to watch uh, the Billy Joe Saunders uh, fight. I'll come to Billy Joe Saunders shortly. And uh, suddenly the battery charger wasn't working and I had to fiddle about with the, uh, the cable to get it working, to get the laptop charging. And, you know, if you're... If you're working for the man, you'll have a desk at work, you'll have a wall plug and, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about running a cable from the floor and getting that cable all twisted as you plug it into your laptop. That's not the case at home, obviously. The, The charger is on the floor. The plug sockets are on the floor. 
so I imagine that doesn't do a charger any favours. I'm hoping that's all it is. I've already been in touch with the manufacturer. They're saying, well, it might be an issue with the port. I hope not. I do think I'm unlucky when it comes to uh, hardware, and I have a feeling that it might be, in which case they're going to want all the unit. They've said they'll do a component swap, meaning that I could send them the charge and they'll send me a new one to see if it is just the charger but that means that for a matter of days I might be without a working laptop once it runs out of uh, battery life I can't do that so this week before Christmas you know as if I didn't have enough on my plate you know when I should be using that money to to buy whatever presents uh, I still need to I've got to spend money on a on a charger now to see if it is actually the port or if indeed uh, it's just a charger problem in which case, if it's just a charger problem, then I'll be, you know, 15, 20 quid out of pocket. But I'll say to these guys, OK, uh, I bought uh, my own charger. I've tested it. Um, it's not the laptop. Uh, can we just uh, can I just send you my old battery on uh, this brand new laptop? You send me a new one. So I'll have at least two batteries. If I buy this new battery charger and I'm still having the same issue, then obviously the chances are it's going to be the laptop, in which case the whole unit has to go back. I have to take everything off the laptop, back up the work on my external hard drive. I've got no laptop for however many days or a couple of weeks while they're testing it. I went through this with the Asus people. You know, the amount of time I had to spend at those after-hours uh, legal clinics before I got my money back from the manufacturer... You know, that, coupled with having to return to the man, has made this year a near disaster for me, writing-wise, because that script should have been finished a long time ago. And now I'm just so close to finishing it. And now I've got this issue again. And you've probably turned off by now, because it's not a very interesting thing. But this, this is the kind of thing that keeps me awake at night. This is the kind of thing I don't need. As difficult as I have found this year committing my working hours to the man at least finally after paying a bunch of debts off which I'm still paying off but at least I've reached a point where I'd been able to save enough money to buy myself the laptop that I desperately needed and for three months I was saying well at least I've got the laptop out of this there's the siren I'll leave that in for you it's South London Maybe they're in pursuit of a bus with a chicken eater on it. Actually, on my way home uh, this evening, I mean, this is an entry into uh, the Lambeth Hall of Fame. A paper plate of chicken wings had been left on uh, one of the bus seats. Absolute animals in this borough. Anyway, after I record this show, I'm going to have to buy a battery charger. And um, I don't know. It's just got me despondent. And as I was looking for the warranty... On Sunday morning, you know, I was so disorganized. I've got so much paperwork and it just reminded me of my dad. I'm exactly like that. You know, I, I keep so much stuff. I'm a hoarder and I can lose stuff on the same day and not be able to find it. I've already lost a prescription that I ordered a few weeks ago that I collected from the doctors. I've lost that. I've had to reorder it. I'll have to collect it later in the week. You know, I'm just it's stress, it's being disorganised and, you know, I'll lose an hour or two. Here we go, more of these guys. These guys are just going to destroy this show. This is meant to be a short show tonight. So, anyway. They're not done yet. They're not done yet. Obviously, I could say I wouldn't have these problems if I was in a studio, but I certainly had the police sirens ruin many a show at Resonance as well. Okay, so, disorganised. 
like my dad. Another thing that's uh, annoyed me, uh, again, still being under the weather, go to the man's, the same person who commented on my not being well last week, comes in, first thing they say is, you know, because we've got the hot desk and thing, they're trying to work out where they're going to sit. First thing they say, no good morning, do you still have your cold? And I just looked at them, I was really thrown by their manner. And then they just said yes or no. And uh, I gave them something back. And then, you know, I just, I'm worried where this is going to go. I know myself, I know how much I can tolerate. And, uh, you know, there is a reason that I have worked in many, many places over the years. You know, I, I believe that uh, everyone needs to be treated with respect. I don't speak to people like that. I don't expect people to speak like that to me. And uh, it's taken me a very long time in my life to learn how to bite my lip in order to pay my rent and pay some bills and pay some debts. And I've reached a point in my life where I can now absorb more than I would have back in the day. But there's always that little voice in my head that just says, you know what, you don't belong here for a start. You don't have to take this. Don't worry that it's Christmas. Give in to the beast, the nine to five beast inside you that that beast that is caged within those office walls, just give in to them and let this person know what they can do. So uh, I'm struggling. You know what? I actually thought episode 198, when I barely had anything to talk about, actually turned out to be, for me, the best show of this run since episode 176. Today I've got a list of things to talk about, and this is a dreadful opening. We use the uh, Lenovo ThinkPads, Lenovo X450 uh, at the man's. They've got such a great battery life, and at some point I'd love to buy one. You know, I've tested them because I use them a lot, and uh, when they say 10 to 12 hours battery life, it is the one laptop of recent years that is actually true to its word. They're built in a way that laptops aren't built anymore. They're very robust. They're the way laptops were 13, 14 years ago, but very small. They're not the big laptops used to get around that time, but they've got that brilliant battery life and they're robust. And uh, I'm really impressed. And it would purely be for writing. You know, the resolution isn't great, but for writing, they're absolutely perfect. So really, this is that extra show that I have to do this week. So that's uh, Christmas Eve is episode 200. Uh, Christmas Eve episode 200 is actually shaping up to be a bumperless Christmas annual this year, which, you know, and maybe it's because I'm not feeling uh, great at the moment. That wouldn't be a bad thing for me. It would mean far less uh, work if I have to do a 24-hour channel Christmas listing. That's where the work comes in. I'm happy to do it if... Uh, you know, you guys are going to get in touch with your channel Christmas submissions. If, uh, you know, if those uh, channel Christmas submissions are not going to come in, that's fine. You know, that's fine. I've, I've given this my best on this run. It's been uh, difficult working full time, doing two shows a week. Very different to last year where, you know, my time was my own. So uh, I've done my best. It would be great to go out on a high note, episode 200, no matter how hard putting it all together is. But at the moment, I think I've got about four or five hours uh, confirmed, four or five hours of submissions for the channel Christmas 2017 listings. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to have the time to uh, put, I can't even add up right now, to put the rest of it together. So uh, the choice is yours. If you want to submit your uh, channel Christmas submissions, Twitter at 1607westegg or email it in. They are available at westegg1607.co. 
www.ghostbusiness.co.uk. If it doesn't happen, I'm sorry for those of you who've gone to the trouble of uh, getting something in. So this uh, series, this particular run of shows can end on a high note. At the moment, I suspect we're going to end on a, a similar low note to episode 175 where uh, the recording was interrupted by uh, the hippie next door deciding to uh, build a shed during the recording. He's actually a couple of doors away. What I've got next door right now, there is a halfway house. And uh, just to further aid me in my endeavours at the man's, uh, there is a guy staying at the halfway house uh, next door who fancies himself uh, as a bit of a singer. Only his gigs are at three or four in the morning and uh, they don't stop. That hasn't uh, helped my mood uh, this winter. So that's up to you. You will determine how this series ends. I can't do any more than I have. You're listening to Daniel Brewer's Tyson is available. Sweating the small stuff because the small stuff does matter, certainly to me, as you've already heard on episode 199. Ways to support the show. Do all your Amazon shopping by clicking on the Amazon referral link at DanielRuizTyson.com. Amazon recognizes you've gone to them via the referral link on my site. Kicks back a small percentage of whatever you purchase back to my work. Doesn't cost you a thing. And uh, further ways also to support the show, rate and review the podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as it calls itself now. That helps massively. You know, give it a rating and a review and subscribe. Perhaps you might even consider making a secure donation to the podcast via the PayPal link at DanielRuizTizen.com. You know, behind all these uh, small independent podcasts are people who do need, uh, you know, like everyone else, to pay their bills and their rent and pay for bandwidth and website costs. It all helps, whether it's this show or any other small independent podcast that you uh, might enjoy in this uh, time of mainstream podcasting. Please uh, consider uh, supporting them. And those of you who have during this run of shows, that has been greatly uh, appreciated. Don't forget that uh, my uh, Advent Calendar podcast daily from HoldFastNetwork.com and also the iTunes store, Daniel Ruiz Tyson's Advent Calendar, that is now in its final four days. You can still uh, download all the shows. They're all recorded if you want to gorge on them in this uh, final run-up to Christmas. Now is the time that you can do that. Previous to that, I've been encouraging you to listen to them on a daily basis in the way that they were recorded. A a journey of sorts, if I was to be uh, one of those uh, wank-inclined people who likes to use the word journey a uh, a tweet from Stuart I think on Friday or Saturday mentioned that he'd been at an event this is the overfed Twitter legend the overfed he was at an event on Friday and his new winter coat he didn't say uh, what particular winter coat he'd gone for but uh, his new winter coat had broken a hanger and uh, so I'm not alone there and just today I've now broken my seventh hanger in the last five weeks I've just taken to hanging the coat over the side of my booth not on the back of the chair because that can, uh, you know, pull a coat out of shape. So I'm just folding it over the side of the booth. Very quickly, before I finish today, uh, this is going to be one of the strangest shows, I think, of the 200 episodes that I have done, really. This is just a filler show, I think. The Billy Joe Saunders way in. This guy, he is a sublime 
boxer. It's my second sport, boxing. You know, I grew up in the 80s at a time when, you know, you could see boxing on the terrestrial channels when, you know, however many millions, 25, 30 million watched Barry McGuigan beat Eusebio Pedroza at Loftus Road in the summer of 85. You know, the Lloyd Hunnigan fights beating Don Curry in the States in 86, you know, the rise of Tyson, you know, the Hagler fights, uh, the final days of Muhammad Ali. You know, I was fortunate enough to be able to see that as a boy on terrestrial television. And, uh, you know, British boxing at the moment seems to be enjoying a bit of a golden period, but it's still not necessarily easy to follow those fights. That's the problem. Uh, So these guys, while they get the money that maybe the fighters of 30, 40 years ago didn't get, they don't necessarily get the the acclaim because not many people know who they are. This guy, Billy Joe Saunders, is a sublime boxer. I do love those boxers for whom not getting hit is as big a part of their style as actually hitting their opponent. Uh, You know, I love the science behind boxing. And this guy is just, he's a beautiful boxer to watch. He doesn't have a concussive punch, so his fights tend to go the distance. And I was watching him fight the uh, Canadian uh, Lemur. I think I might have said that right. And uh, there was the kerfuffle at the weigh-in, which you always get on a Billy Joe Saunders weigh-in. I think I mentioned this a few shows back, the issues I would have with a boxing weigh-in, you know. Yeah, yeah, barefoot, you've got to weigh barefoot, you're going onto a stage surrounded by suits and your entourage and they're all wearing footwear, but you're there in your bare feet, you've got to walk around on this stage, there's no telling what you might pick up on your feet. And there was concern among Billy Joe Saunders's team that uh, his opponent hadn't made weight, so they wanted to get him on the scales again. The guys on the stage doing the presentation, they brought out a little curtain like there was going to be a puppet show all of a sudden. And it was to cover the modesty of the opponent who had to uh, drop his uh, boxers uh, to try and make weight. He made the weight. Billy Joe Saunders, meanwhile, uh, you can find this online. He just took his boxers off, cupped his piece and uh, just got on the scales. No one had time to bring out that curtain. You can find that footage anywhere And I'm just thinking at some point as he's going off the stage, it's likely that he would be shaking hands with some of the organisers, some of the, uh, you know, big officials for the, um, I think it was the WBO they might have been fighting for. You know, instinctively, he may have offered his hand to some of those guys. What are you going to do? Even if this guy's been cupping his piece, you're going to take that hand. You're going to, there's nothing that you can say. So not only... Have you got the issue there with the bare feet when everybody else is wearing shoes on stage? You've got this guy now who might be shaking your hand. So there's two things there that I didn't like, two major hygiene fouls. There's the bare feet on the stage during the weigh-in. And then, you know, if I was an official there, chances are that that boxer as he's going off stage might want to shake my hand. He's just been holding his, uh, his piece in his hand. He might shake my hand on the way back to the dressing room. I wouldn't want to be on that stage, basically. I wouldn't want to be on that stage. It doesn't feel like Christmas to me. It really doesn't. You know, the Advent calendar, one of the things it really did when I recorded it was it helped me reconnect with Christmas back in 2014. I really made a real effort to try and think about what I wanted out of that Advent calendar. I knew that I would never be able to reconnect with Christmas the Christmas of the first 20 years of my life, but I wanted to make an effort. I wanted to get closer to what it had been for me in the first half of my life. And then the subsequent Christmases, 2015 and 2016, they were better. They were more Christmassy. 
you know, Christmas Day, as I say, doesn't interest me. But Christmas Eve, up to that point, I made an effort, 2015, 2016, and it was working. They were better. They were certainly far removed from the grim Christmas Day of 2013 when I uh, stayed at the Chins and was grateful for the uh, balaclava he'd got me as my Christmas present because uh, his heating had been turned off and uh, that was the coldest Christmas I've ever spent. This year doesn't feel like Christmas to me, it really doesn't. I'm just, the man has got me so stressed. But we'll see, and we'll see how this show ends on Christmas Eve. I aim to get it out early Christmas Eve morning. As I say, you will determine whether it's a bumper or bumperless uh, Christmas annual 2017 and that is it that is today's rather curious show hope you guys enjoy the rest of your christmas uh, build up i hope uh, you're getting enough time off from the man over christmas i hope that you will join me for whatever form this uh, show's 200th episode takes on christmas eve enjoy the next few days uh, until then shoulders back people keep on walking towards the sun I'm back on Christmas Eve. I'm Daniel Ruiz Tyson, and today, albeit reluctantly, I have been available. Mm-hmm.